The programs you hear on Real Presence Radio are brought to you in part by Sacred Heart School in East Grand Forks. Your child's full potential is within reach at Sacred Heart School. Sacred Heart School is more than just one thing. When you combine all those things together, you have that holistic education of mind, body, and soul. It's very rare to see a school that has all that we have to offer. Everything is enveloped in faith here, and that forms the whole person. It's my second home almost. You're always looked out for, and you're always cared for here. The one thing that sets Sacred Heart apart is we can learn about our faith, practice our faith, and share our faith openly. Curious about Sacred Heart School? Consider attending one of our upcoming admission events or contacting the admission office at yourchildmatters.org. Sacred Heart School, forming mind, body, and soul. Experience the Sacred Heart difference. Get ready for Bible Boot Camp, the 10th annual Know Your Faith competition. Join host Father Craig Holkalter and Father Kyle Metzger Wednesday, February 6th, beginning at 11 a.m. Central, as five Catholic schools from across North Dakota and Minnesota battle to see who knows their faith best. It's the Know Your Faith competition Wednesday, February 6th, sponsored in part by Lunseth Plumbing and Heating, Therapy Solutions, Professional Computer Services, Production Service Agronomy, Napoleon Livestock, Fisher Industries, Laney's, and Flex Furniture and Appliances. If you felt God's call to serve the church, Focus, the Fellowship of Catholic University Students, and the University of Mary have partnered to train you to do great things. The church is desperate for well-trained development and fundraising professionals, so we've launched the Institute for Catholic Philanthropy. Earn a graduate certificate or a full MBA in Catholic Philanthropy and train for a transformative career in service to the church. Apply by March 1st at umary.edu slash serve. We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating Mass together, and good friends. At Riverview, you can enjoy all these wonderful things. But it is the friendship and sense of community here that makes Riverview home. We share stories, laughter, smiles, and our Catholic faith. Try us out with a mini-vacation or join us for Mass five days a week. You can contact Kelly for a tour at 701-237-4700 and online at homeishere.org. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you local hosts and guests from across the region. Now, back to the show. Hey there. Welcome back to Real Presence Live with Brad and Janine. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a great morning. It really has uh, lots of fullness in the discussion. Yeah. Oh, God is so good. Absolutely, absolutely. And there's more to come. That's the the exciting part about this. Mm -hmm. Uh, But what else we have... What else we have more of is <laughs> weather. <laughs> so, Eli, would you want to tell us about that? I sure can. Thanks, Brad. Here's your regional weather update on the Real Presence Radio Network. In the Big Falls, Minnesota area, partly sunny with a high near 7. Tonight, snow mainly before 5 a.m., low around <laughs> 0. And right now in Big Falls, it's minus 8 degrees. Around Shell Valley, North Dakota, a chance of snow or flurries this morning. Then snow likely, cloudy and cold with a high near minus 5. Wind chills down to about minus 30. Tonight, snow, steady temperature around minus 9, and wind chills down to about minus 30. Current temperature is minus 15. For Trenton, North Dakota, a chance of flurries before 11, then snow mainly after 11. High near 1, wind chill value is down to about minus 20. And tonight, snow with a low around minus 9. Right now, it's minus 6. For the Richmond, South Dakota area, a chance of flurries, then a slight chance of snow. Cloudy and cold with a high near 1, and wind chills down to about minus 21. 
Tonight, a chance of snow before midnight, then a chance of snow after 5 a.m. Cloudy with a low around minus 4, and the current temperature is minus 5. In the area around Rothsay, Minnesota, a chance of flurries, then a chance of snow. Cloudy with a high near 6. Wind chills down to about minus 17. And tonight, snow likely, and a chance of snow after 4 a.m. Cloudy with a low around 1, and the current temperature in Rothsay is minus 4. That's your regional weather update on the Real Presence <laughs> Radio Network. You're a real ray of sunshine, Eli. I'm Thanks sorry, Eli. Hey, hey, at least in Big Falls, it's partly sunny. <laughs> Didn't say it was warm, just partly sunny. Oh, yeah. Lord. I saw the forecast and I thought, oh, boy, more snow. And it's pretty. It's yeah, real pretty. It's pretty but annoying. Uh, Ground, Groundhog's Day isn't doing anything for us in our listening area. Well, he, he only has an accuracy rate of about 39%. So yeah. statistically, you're better off flipping a coin. I think we'll go with that. All right. Well, we want to move along here. We are going to be joined now by John Bradford. Good morning to you, John. Good morning. Now, we talked briefly on the break here, and it sounds like you weren't enjoying some of the fine weather that we're having here in uh, this region. Sounds like you got a lot of sunshine up there. That's, that's, a lot of sunshine. A <laughs> lot of sunshine, a lot of heat, you know, sunny North Dakota, Minnesota, all over South Dakota, Wyoming, Canada. You know, it's we got yeah. it all. Oh, well, I know yeah. I know. even though uh, it's like six weeks for the East Coast, it's usually doesn't matter to us. It's eight weeks plus. So, yeah. you know, that's yeah. all right. A lot of, lot of great people in our listening area, and that, that gives us a lot of warmth. So, John, can you tell us a little bit about yourself for people who aren't familiar with you? Yes. Uh, of course, I'm, I'm going to be uh, at the... Uh, the uh, Rapid City, South Dakota Catholic Men's Conference here on uh, on March 16th. So I've been I've really been uh, blessed to, to have those men invite me over to uh, to talk and participate in their men's conference. And uh, but anyway, yeah. So early in life, you know, I, I was really blessed to grow up in a construction company where I was mentored by really good men that knew how to work hard. Mm. You know, put in a good, honest day's work, and uh, you know work on telling the truth and fearing God. And, you know, also a great thing that happened is I, I was, I grew up in a rural, a rural area where I, where I learned to hunt and trap and, and, uh, run around the fields and the woods with my, with, with my dog. And, uh, and I, and I really want to, uh, say that, uh, growing up with a father who taught and mentored me how to think and solve problems, and really search for those big, the answer to those big questions, you know, what's the meaning of life? Mm. Uh, so, yeah, I really, so my father really, like, shot me off, like, you know, like the the, the archer with the arrow. Uh, so a really great thing there. Went to, went to school, studied physics and mathematics, uh, got an MBA, and I spent a whole life in the construction industry. Mm. So I had uh, worked... Uh, in construction as an entrepreneur when I was young, uh, did a lot of traveling right after college uh, into the western United States and, and applied my craft at that, uh, at that time. And, and then uh, uh, in, in 1994, uh, I came home to the Catholic Church. <laughs> so Excellent. I had grown up, uh, grown up a Protestant that uh, finally... Uh, through the the influence of my my wife uh, Laura, I uh, came home to the Catholic Church in 1994. Oh, praise God! And then in in 2006, I started Wilderness Outreach, 
which is a Roman Catholic lay apostolate. And through last year, we've done 46 major wilderness expeditions uh, that have included 500 men. We've built and rebuilt 200 miles of backpacking trails. And, uh, you know, just uh, just had a great way to uh, bring the Word of God to our Catholic brothers. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of, that's, that's the real quick... Uh, real quick view of who I am and where I came from. Oh, that's awesome. I can just mirror that with uh, my dad and and wilderness outreach. That's right up my alley, too, as a natural resource management uh, environmental okay. studies kid. I I love my days working for the Fish and Wildlife Service and, and that outdoor yeah. stuff. But, yeah, nothing like it. You're right, hard work, but so worthwhile. Yeah. Say, hey John, yeah, um, yeah. so you're going to be speaking, as you said, at the Catholic Men's Conference in, uh, in Rapid City, um, and the theme for the conference is men of action. Uh, what does it mm-hmm. mean to be a man of action? Yeah, yeah, well, that, that really, that question goes right to the heart, what it means to be a man, and in wilderness outreach, what we call the theology of masculine spirituality, that's hmm. something we've developed uh, over the, the past 11 or 12 years of what it really means to be a man. And what we say, what we've come to the conclusion is that men possess innate potentials and abilities to discover the truth of God's universe, to take those truths and then create and build, you know, uh, great structures and, and do innovative things that help the flourishing of human life, to really fight and against, for the good, the true, and the beautiful against, against the forces of evil. Hmm. And that men possess this natural ability to lead and then father and mentor uh, our children. And all these, though, have to take place through action on the physical, spiritual, and intellectual levels. Hmm. Absolutely. That's, that's terrific. So, um, yeah. as, you, as you look at you know, what it means to be a man. Is there something scientifically about being a man that makes men men? What, what's that all about? Yeah. yeah, there's a lot there, right? I mean, I mean, as Catholics, uh, one of the great things about that is that I think one of the things that brought me home to the Catholic Church was this idea of the complementarity of faith and reason, or faith and science, right? Mm-hmm. And... Uh, so in, so in the, the, the studies of the theology of the body that we that is very rich tradition, more modern pr- tradition we have in the Church, we see a good bit of that, right? But we like to get in a little deeper, right? So there's obviously, when we look at differences between male and female, there's obvious biological differences that really indicate a different type of creature, though human creature, right, created mm-hmm. by God. So... On the genetic level, for instance, there's a 2% difference between the genetic differences of men and women. And there's actually, what genetics shows us, that there's actually more similar genetic uh, similarities between, say, the male chimpanzee and the male human being than there are between us and our our sisters, right? Interesting. Yeah, it's really interesting that we see these kind of differences. And that, that indicates something, right? So, I mean, kind of using the term, uh, a term teleos, right? This makeup of the human body is different between the male and female, mm. but we're actually complementary, right? And, and even in, like in genetics, there's, uh, there's a, there, they discovered that there's actually one 
man and woman who it, who are the father and son of every living creature, right? And mm-hmm. geneticists have actually called these human beings genetic Adam and Eve. So everybody on the face of the planet today has a, a an ancestor who's a mother, our mother and father. Mm. But going into the neurosciences, for instance, uh, there's some really interesting studies that are going on out there at the University of Pennsylvania in particular, where they studied the woman's brain and the man's brain. They've done these MRI studies, and what they what they conclude in these studies is that a woman's brain is built for connecting the intuitive to the analytical, hmm. right? Then the man's brain is built to connect perception, okay, a perceived problem, to coordinated action to take care of that problem, right? So there's that complementarity again that we'll kind of talk about again in this interview as we go into the to the uh, scriptural component of that, because we see that coming coming true or being verified by scripture, right? So it, it's, it's really good stuff there. And you can imagine in a Neolithic time that when we were starting to farm and stuff and, and we were we were trying to transport water into a more fertile area that a woman in the in the village would have said, hey, wouldn't it have been, be great if that creek was over here instead of like 300 yards away, right? Mm-hmm. So the man would have said, wow, great idea. Let's get the shovels and tools out and re-grout it, right? Or build a, <laughs> build a, a water conduit to get it over here. Right? Yeah. So there's yeah. that, that complementarity of male and female that we see so so richly within our faith. And then also in the social sciences, and literally just just in the past year, there's, you know, if you look at the Scandinavian countries, what we find is that they reduce the barriers for male, for women to the, to the greatest extent of anybody on the face of the earth right now, right? Now, what's really intriguing is what they found as a result of that is that men and women actually are diverging in their in what they want to do. Men want to work on things. Women want to work in relationships. So it's amazing. They're, they're even greater than, like, they are, are more Neolithic cultures that are still, uh, ex- that still exist today. So, yeah, so there's some of, the, there's some of those uh, uh, scientific differences. So, yeah. Well, um, John, we just have a, a few minutes uh, before our tease for the next segment. So we just want to yeah. thank all our listeners for listening to Real Presence Live this morning. We have John Bradford on the phone with us, uh, Brad Gray, my co-host, and myself, Janine Bitson. And he's talking about men having God-given gifts, and uh, they occasionally need to recalibrate their hearts to the challenges the Lord has set before them. So how about in terms of Scripture? You had mention that. We just have a few minutes, but how about in terms of Scripture? Yeah, I'll try to do that fast, because, uh, but anyway, if you look at Genesis 2, uh, I mean, it's, it, there's there's the particulars of how God created the universe. He made man out of dirt and water, right? Mm-hmm. He made woman out of man, so finer stuff, if you will, right? So there's this, once again, this difference between male and female. He made man to be the shamar, Hmm. and uh, to be the provider and protector of the universe, and then woman to be his divine helper yes. to help him in this in this process, yeah. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. John, you, I know that there's going to be a lot that you're going to be unpacking at the men's conference here coming up. Yeah. It's going to be on Saturday, March 16th, so, so it's coming up in just basically a month at the Terra Sancta Retreat Center. And uh, if guys wanting to sign up and get registered for that, they'd go to journeymensd.org to get on board and, uh, and find out more about what you're going to be sharing about what it means to be a man yeah. at this Men of Action yeah. conference. We just got a few seconds left, but we really want to thank you, John, for yeah. being on with us this morning and for also coming and inviting us men deeper into an understanding of what it means for us to be men and to be men of God. Very good. Yeah, I, well, I personally want to challenge any men that are hearing me right here to show up at this conference and, and compete with me on a cross-cut stall and listen to me speak. And I want to thank the journeyman men of uh, Rapid City for this great opportunity. Awesome. God bless all of you. All right, God bless you thank too, John. You. All right, again, that's journeymensd.org. You can sign up and get on board. All right. St. Agatha. What's that? It's at St. Saint- yeah. Agatha. Pray for, pray us, for us. Amen. Yeah, yeah. St. Agatha, All pray right. for us. Absolutely. Well, we are going to have to step away, but when we come back, we're going to go through our zippy little 10-minute tour of events coming up in our listening area. So please stay with us. We'll be right back with more Real Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live. Local, engaging, live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi everyone, Steve Sponskowski here, Executive Director for the RPR Network, inviting you on the Real Presence Radio Northern California Mission Pilgrimage, April 4th through 9th, 2019. We will visit some of the missions of St. Unipero Serra, the wine country of the Sonoma Valley, and sites of San Francisco. We'll be staying at a beautiful retreat center with easy day trips to the sites. Cost based on double occupancy is $1,936, or if you want to get your own flight, it's $1,358. For more information, please call 877-795-0122. This program on Real Presence Radio is brought to you in part by Shanley High School in Fargo. Shanley High School has as its mission to teach the total person to foster the following of Christ as taught by the Catholic Church. We provide an environment where students can be, as St. John Paul II used to say, all that God created them to be to develop their gifts and talents. We have excellent educational programs where faith is integrated, including 80 course offerings. We offer advanced placement classes and dual credit programs, and our standardized test scores are consistently above the local, state, and national averages. We have specialists in vocal music, band, art, technology, and counseling. We have highly acclaimed speech and debate and athletic programs. Above all, we are determined to hand on the faith to our students so that they can be great citizens in this world and citizens of heaven in the next. For more information, visit jp2schools.org. Shanley High School, a community inspiring excellence through faith, learning, and service. This year, your officials are making big decisions that will shape the future of life and dignity in Minnesota. Together, we can make sure Catholic voices count at the Capitol. This is Rachel Herbeck of the Minnesota Catholic Conference. On February 19th, join Minnesota Catholics at the Capitol in St. Paul. Register today for this amazing day of prayer, inspiration, education, and advocacy to hear from speakers including Jim Caviezel from The Passion of the Christ. Get tickets and busing details at catholicsatthecapitol.org. Don't miss this incredible opportunity. It's going to be amazing. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. 
Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus Mystic Monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, First Communion, and Confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page and be sure to like us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. All right, we are back with more Real Presence Live, and I invite you now to grab your soda and your beef sticks because we're getting ready. We're getting ready for a tour. Right? Soda you... and beef sticks? Okay, maybe that's not what... Actually, what I go for <laughs> is just strawberry go milk. <laughs> strawberry milk is what I like to have on my drink, on my uh, tours. <laughs> and here goes. The engine is running and we're ready to roll. So we are going to start it off with speaking with Father William Slattery regarding the Humani Vitae presentation coming up in Jamestown. Good morning to you, Father. Good morning. Thanks for being with us this morning. Can you tell us a little bit about the presentation that's coming up? Uh, yeah, it's going to be on Monday, February 11th at 7 p.m. at the Basilica of St. James for the Tabernacle Society there. Uh, the topic is on Humanae Vitae. Uh, after 50 years, this document written by Pope Paul VI uh, remains a pivotal and uh, prophetic document talking about many of the uh, issues we deal in the world today. Um, my topic and talk will look at human sexuality and the role of love and responsibility and some of the issues that we face in our modern world. And so, uh, very happy for anyone who'd like to come and join us there as we reflect upon the wisdom of uh, Paul VI and writing this document and what it means in our world today. As you say, Father, this really is an essential understanding that a lot of the madness and the chaos that we're seeing around mm-hmm. here right now is directly as a result of the rejection of Humana Vitae and the Lord God's design for marriage and sexuality, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yes, of course, and looking at, well, especially a lot of the failure we see to find happiness in the world today deals with this uh, problem between uh, our desire for pleasure and love, and but also the call for sacrifice and responsibility, and that's uniquely found in this uh, sacrament of marriage and the, in the life of the family, uh, which, yeah, is being kind of rejected and put aside in the world today. So mm-hmm. we'll take a look at this and some of the issues uh, that we, and some of the ways we can respond to it. Absolutely. So that's going to be at the Basilica of St. James in Jamestown yep. just this coming Monday at 7 yep, p.m., February right? Yep, 11th at 7 p.m., yep. Fantastic. And people are able to just show up for the presentation? Yep, they'll be able to show up for the presentation. It'll last around 40 minutes. There'll be about 20 minutes for questions as well. Excellent. Well, we are excited, Father. So thanks for being thanks. on with us this morning. Yeah, Thank, thank you, you, Father. Thank you. Keep up the good work. All God right. Bless God bless you. you. All right, we're moving along with our next stop on the tour. We've got the Sioux Falls O'Gorman High School's Concert Choir inviting you to their annual Concert Choir Capers fundraising dinner and variety show on Tuesday, March 5th. That'll be Fat Tuesday uh, at the O'Gor- O'Gorman High School. This Mardi Gras-themed event will have live music and a dinner of heavy appetizers and desserts starting at 6 p.m. I can't think of a better way to spend Fat Tuesday myself than... Uh, Heavy appetizers and desserts. Followed, and it's going to be followed by a show at 7 in the O'Gorman Larang Theater. Tickets are $25 for dinner and a show or $10 for the show only and are available for purchase 
at the O'Gorman High School box office from 7.30 to 9.30 a.m. or by calling 605-575-3300. Again, that's 605-575-3300. And that's on Tuesday, March 5th at the O'Gorman High School, the uh, Concert Choir Capers fundraising dinner. The variety show. Well, that sounds great for Fat Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to move on to Rapid City, South Dakota. And would you like to renew and deepen your Catholic faith? If so, a Curcio weekend might be right for you. Curcio begins with a three-day re- weekend retreat that includes a series of talks that allow us to look at our relationship with God and each other. Retreats will be held at Storm Mountain near Keystone, South Dakota. The Women's Weekend is Thursday, May 2nd through Sunday, May 5th. And the men's weekend is Thursday, May 16th through Sunday, May 19th. Save the dates and watch for information and an application in your local parish bulletin. Join us for a weekend you will remember for a lifetime. So many people have benefited from the retrovi- uh, from the Curcio, Curcio weekends, yes, absolutely. absolutely. And they continue relationships with their Curcio groups for absolutely. years yeah. and years beyond. A real source of spiritual richness. Mm-hmm. All right, we're moving along. We are moving on to our Women's Simple Retreat in Bismarck, and we're joined now by Patty. Good morning to you, Patty. Well, good morning. Thanks for being with us. Can you tell us a little bit about the uh, Women's Simple Retreat coming up? I can. It's our 12th annual, and Father Christy uh, will be the presenter. It begins with Mass at 8.30 in the morning, and it includes for $25 if you register between before February 20th, and after that, it's $30. We've got Mass, breakfast, lunch, adoration, food talk, um, confessions, the rosary. It's really an all, all-encompassing package for the day for women. And it starts at 8.30, and we will be done by 2.30. That sounds like a pretty rich and uh, jam-packed day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. And, and what a great, great talk, too, from Father Christie. God over stuff. Yeah. Right. And he knows, he's lived, and he's going to share his miracle story, too. He was healed as a little boy in Lourdes. And, and it's going to help us to simplify our life as, awesome. we, as we step into Lent. All right. So mm-hmm. to get on board for that, go to BismarckDiocese.com and click on the Events tab. Or send your check P.O. to P.O. Box 1137, Bismarck 58501. 58501. Oh, and, and please put in the memo, Women's Retreat, so they know what the Women's Retreat. For. Excellent. Thanks so much, right. uh, Patty. Thank we, you. God bless you. Oh, Thank yeah. you. All right. We are moving along now to uh, the to the uh, Retrovi event in uh, Marathon, Wisconsin. There is a couple's, uh, this Retrovi is a help for couples struggling in their marriage. Uh, the Retrovi program is, is all about providing that assistance. This is not counseling or group therapy. You'll hear presentations from other couples who share their personal struggles of reconciliation healing. Then you'll reflect and discuss these presentations in complete privacy. The next program is coming up this weekend, February 8th through the 10th at St. Anthony Spiritual Center in Marathon. It's completely confidential and affordable. No couple is ever denied for financial reasons. Please visit helpourmarriage.com to register. This is, uh, this is something that I've worked with for uh, the last few years now, Janine. The uh, Retrovite ministry has been something that's been a help to so many struggling couples, and they found new hope. They found a new willingness to work on their marriages. They've um, 
you know, basically gotten a fresh start. And so this is something that's an excellent opportunity. It's coming up quick. So if someone's interested, if they're in, in the area of Marathon, Wisconsin, or anywhere surrounding there, um, I would invite you to go to helpourmarriage.com to register for that because it is such a blessing for so many couples and has been for over 40 years now. And if you're not able to attend that one by going to that website, you could see upcoming ones that are closer to your area. Exactly. Absolutely. So go to helpourmarriage.com to register. And now we're going to head to Rochester, Minnesota, Brad, for a Theology on Tap, Tuesday, February 12th at Kathy's Pub, 307 South Broadway, Rochester, Minnesota. Uh, They're going to have the topic, Why You Shouldn't Kill Yourself by Susan Winley Doust, which I think is a really good topic. <laughs> We're all unique gifts from God, and we all have a purpose. Social hours starting at 6 p.m., with the talk beginning promptly at 7 p.m. Please have drink and food ordered prior to 7, so they can get going with the talk as soon as possible. Following the speaker, there will be a brief then a, a brief break, then a question and answer session concluding at 8.30 p.m. Absolutely. That was terrific. That looks like an excellent opportunity. And this is certainly a topic that's becoming more and more relevant uh, because the push toward assisted suicide and the like is, is one that's only gaining steam. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps up our 10-minute tour. We feature, feature this every Real Presence Live. If you'd like to have your event featured, Please call Brandon at 877-795-0122, and we'd be happy to feature it. We have to take a break now, but when we return, the battle rages in every corner as the number of divorces and fatherless children continues to rise. So how do we step onto the front lines and take back our culture? Glenn Gower will share a blueprint to this battle plan, plus the importance of being able to bounce back after a setback, especially when it comes to our children. Keep it right here. Programming on the RPR Network is brought to you in part by Trinity High School in Dickinson. Here at Trinity Junior High and High School, we think in terms of greatness. That's what a Titan lives for, to be great. We hold as a mission to educate the whole student, mind, body, and soul. We engage our minds in a rigorous curriculum placed upon Catholic identity. We run with our bodies in order to bring God glory. Our athletics and fine arts, all student clubs and organizations, move our bodies to glorify God. He gave them to us as gifts, and our prayer is to offer them back through the many activities Trinity offers her students. Our souls are educated to know and love God. The education takes place in numerous ways, but most importantly in our school chapel, designed to lead the heart closer to God in worship through the Holy Mass and the sacramental life. Here at Trinity, we live to pursue greatness in all ways, using our minds, bodies, and souls. We cheer on the Titans, knowing this is our reason for living, to live in heaven forever. Trinity High School, part of the Dickinson Catholic Schools, educating the whole student, mind, body, and soul. Get ready for Bible Boot Camp, the 10th Annual Know Your Faith Competition. Join host Father Craig Holkalter and Father Kyle Metzger Wednesday, February 6th, beginning at 11 a.m. Central, as five Catholic schools from across North Dakota and Minnesota battle to see who knows their faith best. It's the Know Your Faith Competition, Wednesday, February 6th, sponsored in part by Lunseth Plumbing and Heating, Therapy Solutions, Professional Computer Services, Production Service Agronomy, Napoleon Livestock, Fisher Industries, Laney's, and Flex Furniture and Appliances. People think A&B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest editions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. 
At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at 1-800-477-2425 or online at abbusiness.com. We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating mass together, and good friends. At Riverview, you can enjoy all these wonderful things. But it is the friendship and sense of community here that makes Riverview home. We share stories, laughter, smiles, and our Catholic faith. Try us out with a mini vacation or join us for Mass five days a week. You can contact Kelly for a tour at 701-237-4700 and online at homeishere.org. You're listening to the RPR Network. Now back to more Real Presence Live. And we've got more Real Presence Live coming for you. We are uh, moving forward now, and we're going to be speaking with Glenn Gower. Good morning to you, Glenn. Good morning. How is it going today for you? Hey, it's great. We've got a balmy a negative 7 degrees here in Brookings, South Dakota. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can relate to that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, do you get the snow too? <laughs> yeah, we got some big flakes falling, and you know what? It's just a reminder it's good to be alive. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. yeah. I think it's a, also a reminder of how much we need to cherish our summers when we have them. <laughs> we can't take it lightly. <laughs> oh, amen. I hear you. You know the scripture where it says, cold and chill, bless the Lord, wind and rain, bless the Lord, ice and snow, bless the Lord. It's like, I somewhat grimace when I say it every once in a while, but you know, I make it through. Oh, it makes us appreciate all the seasons for yeah. sure. Oh, I welcome. Love well, thank you. Good to be with you. Yeah. So now, Glenn, you've got you've got a, an initiative that you've been working now for a while called Mission Blueprint. Can you tell us a little bit about that and how you decided to create that? It all started back in 1988. Um, I think, technically speaking, I was probably an Aryan type of Catholic where hmm. I really didn't believe God existed. I went to Mass like, you know, most people go to Mass, and I was caught up in a hedonistic lifestyle, and I just knew something was wrong. So in 1988, in basic training, I began the great search for the truth. Is, is God really real, or is this just a made-up myth? And that led me to uh, Jan- uh, uh, March 25th of 1990. I realized I didn't have the power to live the Christian life, and I began praying the rosary to get the power to live the Christian life, and on the Feast of Annunciation, I experienced the power of God, the power of the Holy Spirit, and it was a life-changing event. So at that point, uh, I knew that I wouldn't be playing drums for Bon Jovi. (laughs) (laughs) And I knew God had his hand on me, and then my life was going to be ultimately different than most people that I knew. Mm. So over the years, I I took jobs in the church. Um, I I worked for the Diocese of Rapid City for four years, taught high school religion for seven years, joined Focus for nine years, and the Lord has just been showing me um, His church and where things are really at. And in that prayer, I, I just sort of knew that whole time uh, I was going to start a ministry. And in, during exposition about three years ago, 2016, I asked the Lord, so do you want me to start a ministry? And He said, go. And hmm. it was so loud, I literally almost left the church. <laughs> I got my bag ready to go, and I'm like, no, 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 don't leave exposition. Stay here, but... Part of the ministry. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it amazing how he speaks to us at, at adoration? It's just so amazing. It is incredible. Uh, it, it is incredible the peace that I received just sitting there. Um, yeah, and honestly, if you can stay for a second hour, 
I think that's when the real work gets done. Mm. And I don't do it very often, but I have done that, and it's just the most amazing experience. Yeah. So, Glenn, you, as you said, you've worked for the church in a variety of different capacities. Um, what, in your experience, what's one of the areas that you've noticed needs more developing? Confirmation. Hmm. It's crystal. It's crystal clear to me when hmm. you have eighty up to ninety percent of those get confirmed, and then in a few years leave the Catholic Church. What's going on? And I don't know why people aren't talking about this. And I'm sure some are. Right? I, I'm not in every conversation, but confirmation, uh, quite honestly, is a mess. Hmm. You know, I talk to confirmation teachers here and there, and I just told them, "What are you going to discuss in confirmation this year?" And it should be an obvious answer, right? The Holy Spirit. One teacher said, you know what, we're really going to focus on the Ten Commandments this year for confirmation. Another one said, you know what, we're really going to focus on the Beatitudes. And I'm thinking, no, 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 it's the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Being a disciple, being a disciple of Christ, and being filled, experiencing the power of the Holy Spirit, so you can go just like the Twelve Apostles did. So confirmation, we need to really take a good look at it. And what's happening in the Catholic Church is we have a lot of intellectual conversions. I'm not saying there isn't any grace present at all, I'm not saying that. But we have a lot of intellectual conversions, because you can get caught up in the beauty and the truth of the Church and miss out on your heart developing. See what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, so many Catholics I know haven't experienced that. Mm. That's so true about the confirmation being such a, a huge need of focus, um, not just for those going through the confirmation process, but those who have and realizing what gifts that they were you know, sealed with. Uh, but I do know that some confirmation programs, the kids I've taught at times, they think it's a graduation ceremony, and it's not. Right. It's like it's only beginning. This mm-hmm. is like only begun. And to really just feed that into them, that... Uh, they have such a role. That's exactly right. And that's what I'm hearing, too, from, um, and seeing from many confirmation students, is I'm done now. Mm-hmm. I, don't have to go to, I don't have to go to PCB anymore, and I can now negotiate um, the Third Commandment, keeping holy the Sabbath. It's all negotiable right now. So yeah. I'm done. I've put my time in, and, I sit, and they've missed it. They've missed the mark so badly. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, confirmation, we have to take a serious look at confirmation. Because when... When men and women, or young men and young women, experience the power of God, they cannot help but fall in love with His Church yeah. and His teaching. And I think we have it backwards. I think the problem is the Church is too didactic, uh, in, in, in that we teach, 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 teach the faith, but we walk away without any real personal experience with the Trinity. And I think it should be the other way around. Mm-hmm. And if you if you look at John Paul II's document, Catechesis Trinity, uh, that, he talks about that back in 19, I think it was 79. So we have to experience the Trinity, experience them. A good friend of mine, Father Randy Phillips, I asked him uh, a couple years ago, I said, did you teach yourself to say, how did you learn? And he said, first, I had an experience with the Holy Spirit that was a life-changing event. Yeah. And then my, then my intellect and my, and my heart just needed to know Christ's teachings, and then I taught myself. Hmm. Yeah, we're speaking right now with Glenn Gower, uh, with Mission Blueprint, he's been speaking about the need for, um, I don't know if you'd say developing, or just uh, really focusing on this gift of the Holy Spirit and confirmation. Glenn, another thing that you work with is you've been working most recently with uh, some, some men's conferences. You had a, a men's retreat a few months ago. 
Uh, you've got a men's uh, another retreat coming scheduled coming up. Uh, what what's been the turnout for that? What's the reaction to that, Ben? Especially when you talk about these guys who have most likely been confirmed and uh, you know perhaps have or have not tapped into that gift all that well. Well, the first men's conference we actually sold out. I was <laughs> pretty surprised. We sold out um, with about a day and a half to go. Wow! And and here's what uh, here's my takeaway. The men are hungry for spiritual masculinity. That's my takeaway. Mm-hmm. I think, um, and what do I mean by that? Um, the church, from the way I see things, the church is a bit effeminate, too effeminate for men. You know, now and then on Sunday liturgy, I, I just take a step back and I take a look at men. They're not singing a song. Um, they're not entering into the liturgy. And so I think a lot of men feel like they, this isn't for them. And so uh, at the men's conference, they could be themselves and be challenged and grow. And i got to tell you, 15, at least 15 men came up to me, shook my hand, and said, thank you so much for putting this on. I had a great experience. Today. That's awesome. Glenn, we, we have less than a minute left, but you have another retreat or conference coming up. Um, who's going to be speaking? Uh, where can people find out more information to reserve a spot? Our next Mission ID Men's Conference is called New Man. It's this Friday night and Saturday. Doug Berry, uh, who started Radix years ago, mm-hmm. is going to be one of our keynote speakers. And the subject matter is the spiritual battle. Mm. We are in a battle, and we have to tell men that they're in a battle. And many men have little to no weapons to fight in the battle. So we want to begin equipping them, helping them understand there's a battle, and you're already in it. So begin equipping and helping them form themselves to fight against the tactics of the evil one. Awesome. Also, Sean Dalton from Forum will be here to give a keynote. Fantastic. Well, that's you're doing awesome work, Glenn, and we're so grateful for it. We thank you once again for being thank with you. us this morning. Uh, and we, we look forward to speaking with you again in the future and hearing more about uh, what the Lord is doing. Oh, I sure appreciate your time, Brad and Janine. This is a, always a great experience for me. It's a privilege thank for you. us. It is awesome. for us, too. Thank you. Well, God bless you, Glenn. We have to take our last break here, but don't go anywhere. Up next, we'll find out how we can help our children build up some resilience. To what and why do they need that in the first place? Paula Condole will explain on the other side of this break. Live, engaging, and local. That's Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. France, an enchanting country known for its elegance and richness and an incredible Catholic history spanning centuries, set out to explore this history on the Saints and Sanctuaries of Catholic France pilgrimage, October 10th through the 20th, 2019, with spiritual director Father Chuck Huck. You'll have a chance to pray at St. Catherine of Labouret Church in Paris, explore the Basilica of St. Therese of Lisieux, spend two days in Lourdes, plus so much more. To reserve your seat, visit worldstrides.com register. Trip number 166594. The Wanzig Family Foundation has proudly supported the mission of Real Presence Radio since 2004. With their help, we've been able to continue spreading Jesus Christ's message of hope throughout North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. The Wanzig Family Foundation is dedicated to supporting Catholic initiatives and programs, like our weekly local show, Real Presence Live, heard on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, with the encores on Saturdays. Thank you to the Wanzig Family Foundation for being a part of this family of faith and hope. 
This program on the RPR Network is brought to you in part by St. Mary's Central High School in Bismarck. Did you know that St. Mary's Central High School has been educating students for over 140 years? I did. And did you know that this year is historic too? Why is that? It's our final year as a high school at our current historic location, which has served us well for over 60 years. Good point, Gabby. I think that's a great way to encapsulate St. Mary's Central High School, rooted in tradition, moving courageously into the future. That's right, Father Bauck. Although I'll be graduating this year, I know the new high school in North Bismarck carries with it all the traditions of our Catholic faith, our academic excellence, and the great success we've had in fine arts and athletics. And I'm proud of being part of that tradition. We know that wherever the Catholic Church goes to spread the gospel, she seeks to educate and form the people in every place around the world. We continue the Church's mission to form and educate the leaders of our society. For more information, visit smchs.org. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from Mystic Monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424. All right, well, we are in the home stretch here with Real Presence Live. We're so grateful that you guys have been on board this morning. We're moving into our final segment, and we're speaking now with Paula Condal. Good morning to you, Paula. Good morning. Uh, Paula, so let's start with the fact of life. All youth face difficulties. Can you speak to that briefly for us? Yeah, so whether it's something big or small, we all have things that affect us in life. Um, We'll have fights with friends, we'll struggle at school, we could lose the big game, we could have a serious illness. Or so there's some bigger things for kids, like a loved one might die, they might have to move, their parents could get a divorce, or they might be abused. And so um, what we know that, that life's not perfect and you know, for anyone and that everybody's going to have something to go through. Whether you're a kid or an adult, there's going to be times in life that are difficult for you. Mm-hmm. And you know, as parents, you don't like seeing that, right? You don't like seeing your kids struggle. Um, and, and a lot of times you don't know how to help them through that. I mean, there can be all kinds of different responses that probably aren't helpful. Uh, what, what, what do you say to that? Yeah, well, you know, I, I think it, it is really, well, it's, first of all, it's really hard to be a parent, but it's really hard when we watch our kids struggle. Mm-hmm. It's part of our job to keep them safe, and so, you know, watching them really struggle with something can be hard. Um, and also, I think to keep in mind that, you know, we all as adults went through some similar difficult things, and so when your kids are going through something, it might trigger memories or feelings in you that, um, that you know, really remind you of those difficult times. But I think it's really important to remember that we need to support and, our love, and love the kids, but also we shouldn't fix those problems for mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. That it's really important that they find their own way through these times, and rushing to fix that for them is not going to be helpful. You know, that's a, that's a really good point, because uh, I know as a mom, I can kind of get mommy bear. You know, you really yeah. want to protect your kids, and, and you don't, and it is hard to see them hurting. And uh, my daughter was going on a mission trip, and the airline lost her bag, and she had the clothes on her back. And I yeah. just so wanted to call the airline and go, well, you know, but I, I just refrained, prayed about it. And she ended up having a fantastic time, and the gifts that were brought to her through that experience were amazing. So to just yeah. trust in that. Yep. So, Paula, so, I mean, what you're speaking to is, 
it seems to me it's particularly relevant to our times because there seems to be more of this dynamic of what we call helicopter parenting where yeah, the, the parent absolutely. flies in and takes care of all the problems for the kids, right? And it, it, you do it out of love. You do it because you want to help them. But there's something to be gained from the struggle, right? Right. Yeah, so what we know about with, with struggles in life isn't that whether you know it's good to have for kids to have struggles or not. What we know is that what how they handle it Mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. is the determinant whether that's a good thing or not, right? So just a simple example is that if somebody fails a test and then they drop out of school out of that, obviously the struggle was not helpful to them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but if they, they fail that test and they learn, you know, i got to study in a different way or I need to study more, you know, um, have a study partner, whatever it might be, that, that skill that they learned in that, you know, situation helps build on their success in the future. And so it's a simple example, but it's true for all adversities in life. It's really how we handle them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, if a parent just jumps in and handles it for you, um, you're, not, you're not learning anything from that instance. If somebody ties your shoe and you're, you know, you're 18 and you have to go to college and you don't know how to tie your shoe, you know, that really wasn't helpful that that parent did that for them. And, again, that's a simple example, but that's true with all things in life. Mm-hmm. And it is. It's hard to watch your kids and it's hard to not want to jump in and fix them. But we do, we do need to let them um, learn those skills on their own. So it seems like there's kind of that, that tricky balance in some sense of conveying to our children that they're not alone in the midst of these struggles, right? But at the same time, allowing them to face them instead of resolving them. So what is, uh, how do you do that as a parent? Well, I think the first thing that it's really important is, is that we have to model resiliency. You know, if we're not being resilient as an adult, then kids are learning that skill as well, right? So every time we have a bad day at work, if we're coming home and we're complaining or you know, we're not resolving a fight that we had with a friend, mm-hmm. um, those types of things. Kids will see that, and they will learn that lesson as well. And so I think that first thing is just making sure that we model that. Yes. But there's other specific skills that we can do to give kids um, to build that resiliency with them to help them um, through those moments. That's such a good point because as adults, uh, they are just taking in everything that mm-hmm. they see you model as parents. And what, what a great wake-up call to all of us to, yeah. you know, how we, uh, how we process those disappointments in life. But you also work with those that are like big struggles. I mean, things that some of us haven't experienced, Uh, you know, children who are going through a painful divorce. How would you help uh, those children? Well, I think, you know, again, I think it's the same skill for everybody. It's just a different outlook. And I always tell kids that, and I tell parents too, that the important thing is is I can't make, I I don't have a magic wand or some sort of magic bullet that can make bad things go away, and I can never, ever say, you know, this won't happen to you again. Kids come to us who've been abused, and I can't say, I'm going to promise to keep you safe, and, and this will never happen again. I, I just don't have that, that magic. Um, but what I can do is I can say, I can teach you guys some skills. I can teach the parents some skills and the kids some things that, you know, when the next thing happens in life, whether it's, you know, you fall down and you break your leg or your girlfriend breaks up with you, whatever that is, you can take a deep breath and say, you know what, I got this. I'm okay. Um, so it doesn't have to destroy you, which is what resiliency is. It's something that, you know, that, that gives you that ability to bounce back. So you know that even though this is difficult and it's hard, um, it doesn't make those situations any easier. Mm-hmm. You just know that you're going to make it to the other side. Mm-hmm. We're speaking right now with Paula Condol, the executive director of the Dakota Children's Advocacy Center. We're talking about resiliency. How do you build resiliency in your children? So, Paula, as you're, as you're working with kids... Um, to, to develop this resiliency, where do you begin? What's kind of the first step with that? 
Well, I always think of resiliency as having like three parts because, you know, we talk about skills. So skills would be like coping skills, like um, when something bad happens that instead of, you know, um, overeating, we decide, you know what, we're going to take some deep breaths and we're going to relax, right? Mm -hmm. And so coping skills are very important in resiliency. But something that even is before that is really our outlook on, on life. If we have a negative kind of outlook and we're always blaming um, somebody else for whatever something happened, you know, it's, it's not something, if, if, if it's always someone else's fault or it's always um, something else's fault, then you can't really do anything or change anything about mm-hmm. that. And so a lot of that is that outlook of having that, um, those being, being able to change your thoughts to say, you know what, this is something, you know, these are the things I can control and these are the things I can't control and I can do stuff about the things that control, I can control. So that outlook is really important. Skills is the next thing, is building those coping skills. So being able to communicate your feelings, being able to make good decisions, um, being able to, um, you know, successfully communicate with somebody about what's going on. And then the third part is just really having those resources and supports in your life. Mm. So if you don't have any good friends to talk to or you don't feel like you can talk to family members, you don't feel connected to your community, you're going to have a really hard time being resilient. And so, again, all those things are within our control, though, because we can make friends. We can build on our relationships with our family members. We can become connected in our community by volunteering or, um, you know, taking part in community activities. And so there's things that we can do to make that happen. Mm. So as a parent now, um, you know, most of us, you know, as you're raising kids, you find their weaknesses where they struggle. You know, one one might uh, just freak out whenever one of the other kids does something and they just kind of go ballistic on them. Um, so how, how might a parent begin to develop this different outlook uh, for or help their child to develop this different outlook um, in, in responding to a situation where it's not like I just, so you said like take a deep breath. Um, or is, is there something else that, and along with that, that I would do as a, as a parent working with my kids? I think it starts with those little messages that we send kids every day. And it starts with, you know, from the age, you know, when they're just brand new babies, you mm-hmm. know, when, when a kid starts to learn to crawl or walk and, and they fall or they bump into something, do we go, oh my God, you know, are you okay? You know, mm-hmm. and that type of thing, you know, that sends a message to the kid that they're not okay and that they don't have it within them mm-hmm. yeah. um, to be able to handle that. But to just say, you know, take a deep breath and say, it's okay, I know that hurt, but we're going to be fine, and to breathe with them. Mm. You know, we're sending messages that, that they have those skills within them that, you know, yeah, this hurts, and it doesn't feel good, but that they can do that. And so a lot of it is messaging. When a kid comes home from school and they're like, oh, you know, nobody would play with me today at the playground, you know, sending the message of, like, that's really hard. What can we do tomorrow to make it better? Instead of saying, you know, that those kids are so mean, you know. Mm. It's, it's those little everyday messages that we send to kids that really train them how to think and to know that they either have resiliency within them to handle things or to think that they don't. Mm-hmm. And you talked about those resources and supports. How do you use spirituality? How do you use um, just that that we're all just unique, God-given, you know, blessed by God with our lives, you know, that they all have a purpose? And I, how do you use that as a resource? Yeah, I, I think, you know, that, that um, people you know, who, who pray and who have those beliefs have, you know, they have some built-in resiliencies because we really should believe then that, that God is there, right? Um, there's lots of Bible verses about, like, fear not. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I'm here for you. And so you always have that built-in resource of knowing that um, someone's there to help take care of you and that, that you're not in it alone and that there's something that you can do about it, right? You can pray. And so, again, modeling that when you have a rough day, 
you know, I, I know at, before bedtime at night, you know, sometimes my comes, kids will be coming in and they'll ask questions and I'll say, can you give me a minute because I'm praying about something right mm-hmm. now, you know, and, and really modeling that and using those words out loud, not just modeling it, but talking about what you're doing and why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, amen. that's fantastic. I love what you're doing here, Paula. And uh, I, I would, are there sort of resources or books that you would point parents to uh, as we begin to try to develop that in our children? Are there certain things that you might point to? Um, I, I don't have anything right, yeah. well, yeah, that's off the top of my head, I guess I didn't write no. down any books. The well, one, you're just the doing one great I work, I, I think it's, it sounds so incredibly valuable, yeah. so I appreciate that very much, and I appreciate you being on with us this morning to share some of those tips and pointers, because oh, I think it's, it's terrific. Yeah, and, and for our listeners, uh, you know, Paula is the Executive Director of the Dakota Children's Advocacy Center, so for sure you could contact her with any of those questions or thoughts that spurred in mm-hmm. you while you were listening. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for being with us this morning, Paula. We we really appreciate it. All right. Have a good day. All Thank right. You, you too. too. God bless you. All right. Well, we come to the end. It's unreal how fast it goes. Yep. But what a rich, rich morning. Yep. And you know, Eli's always a little concerned that I'm going to forget him, and I would never do that to <laughs> Eli. Would you? I- I mean, not intentionally, Brad. Not well, intentionally. Only when People you're, usually intentionally forget something. <laughs> only when you're telling the weather and all that minus, minus, minus. Yeah, stuff. I forget you. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, here's what's coming up on our next show. That's tomorrow morning from 9 to 11 a.m. Central with Michael Wilde and Father Will Thompson. From being a checkbox Catholic to falling in love with his faith all over again, Todd Tobin knows the beauty of coming home to the Catholic Church. It's also about the program that he's helping to lead other men and women back to their faith, and how one common denominator that triggers the cur- and how there's one common denominator that triggers the curiosity to pursue Jesus and his church. And how can a person truly listen to the voice of God? Discerning where we are called requires us to be free to listen and, perhaps more importantly, be willing to do so. Father Kyle Metzger, Diocese of Fargo Vocations Director, will explain more about what this means. And what do you get when you combine free coffee in a parking lot? A great opportunity for evangelization. Margaret Mulligan will share how praying for others is impacting her community. All that and a whole lot more coming up tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central. And, of course, uh, last week you probably heard that the Know Your Faith competition had been postponed. Mm. But we have exciting news that it has been rescheduled for tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. Central here on the RPR Network. Uh, We'll also be carrying that live on our Facebook page and on the app as well, uh, where those five Catholic schools from across Minnesota and North Dakota coming together to really see who knows their faith the best. It's going to be a great time, and you won't want to miss it. That's 11 a.m. Central tomorrow morning here on the radio and on Facebook and the app. So Sacred Heart's prayers for that blizzard last week, or the cold weather last week, aren't going to win the day in the end. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, nope. so they could hold on to that statue for another year. That's right. <laughs> of course, they, have, they had it for another week. <laughs> they they uh, very well could come and, home with it anyway. And that's right. Absolutely. Well, this, this was great. I absolutely loved that that conversation, uh, especially about resiliency, where yeah. I think that is so important as parents. It's yeah. um, really important for us to be able to cultivate that in children so that they can become not only productive citizens, but just good uh, mm-hmm. human beings and adults. So awesome. Thank you so much to everyone for being with us. God bless you. We look forward to being with you next time on Real Presence Live.